This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weightloss. That's plushcare.com slash weightloss. Hello and welcome to Still Got Legs, a Doctor Who rewatch podcast brought to you by Another Happy Studios. Iconic monsters, wonky CGI, it has to be the planet of the ood. Hello everyone, welcome to Still Got Legs, the only Doctor Who podcast in the world. My name is Nathan, I am the main host of this uh, journey through time and space. I'm joined as always by my companion, his name is Lawrence Thomas Heisey. Hello and welcome to you. Hello, I'm not going to let your nice tone distract me from you calling yourself the main host, and I don't think that's fair, and I will say that it takes, I think, an insecure man to keep reaffirming his positioning in the hierarchy. So think on think on that. Okay, well, all I did was do a simple introduction to the show, and you've immediately <laughs> taken that as a threat. <laughs> no, no, but I'm coming at you. It's a, this is an assassination of your character, I'll have you You've got an immediately defensive for no reason. And second of all, okay, how many introductions to the show have you done? Oh, that's right, not a single one. No, 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 fuck you, I did, I did one. I did, no, no. Ah, oh, that might have been the other podcast. They blur. Yeah, they blur never, together. You've never done a single one for this. So even when, even when I was sick, okay, <laughs> you still forced me to to power my way through the introduction. So I gave you. I gave you a. It was like a semi week off. I allowed you to do a really like terrible intro that just worked on a surface level. So that means nothing at all. Anyway, welcome to the show, everyone. This is, of course, our Docky Who podcast, where each week we <laughs> where each week we watch an episode of Doctor Who, um, not in random order, obviously in the order they came out uh, from the revival era. We'll have to change that name sometime soon because 
Like what 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 do we call this era now? Who knows? It's all up in the air. Who knows? Little Winkleman not there. Who knows indeed. They I, they had it on BBC iPlayer as like Doctor Who 2005 to 2022, right? And then yeah, they, but I'm not saying that every week. No, and and also I think they got rid of that. Now it's just doc, it was there and then they removed it and now it's just Doctor Who. No, it's not because it was there today when I watched this episode. Well, I saw it and it was gone. Not today. Okay. So maybe they've no. changed it back, Nathan. They're very no, indecisive. I think, I think you saw something on Twitter saying it was gone. And then you were just like, oh, yeah, it's, it must be gone. I'll but have you, you know, I scroll past notes. it almost every day when I'm just putting on a background episode of Confidential. So okay. you can't speak to what I saw. You weren't I'm there. Gonna go there. I'm going to go there right now. <laughs> Do you know what? Do it. I will. Because it definitely said... Uh, it says it right now, 2005 to 2022. Like I said, they put it back. You're in cahoots with them. Right? You no. know, you, you, you've got someone in the BBC in your back pocket, and you're just you're just flexing on me because you're the main host, and I can't handle it. I am the main host. This is my podcast. Fine. Well, if it's your podcast, Nathan, uh, what are we talking about today? We, Lawrence, are talking about Series 4, Episode 3, which is, of course, A Planet of the Ood. It's written by Keith, not your dad, Temple, and directed by Graham Harper, uh, one of the mainstay directors of New Who. <laughs> that explains, and I'm glad that you've given the context that it was my dad, that explains why I have a note that I'd forgotten the reasoning behind that is, in all caps, just Keith. <laughs> now it makes sense. <laughs> well, I said he's not your dad, first of all. No. Oh, no, but as in Keith is my dad. Now that people have the context for Keith being my dad, my my oh, okay. random note makes sense. Great, lovely stuff. You're not doing that. If oh, can I say your dad's name? You get weird about this. You can say his first name. All right, Gregory. That's <laughs> not <Sorry>, his name. <laughs> <laughs> quite, a com- it's quite a convincing fake dad name, though, right? That's not my dad's name. <laughs> Carl, if you're listening. Um, uh, I, I didn't forget your name. I know your name. He's um, not listening to this. He doesn't care about Doctor Who. He thought the not... anniversary was in October, didn't he? He doesn't know. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's true, yeah. No, but that was cute enough. That's more than my dad did. I didn't get any message saying happy 60th Doctor Who or something. Well, it hasn't been the 60th yet. Maybe you will. That is true. Maybe my dad's just more informed. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Trusting Keith, all right? Keith delivers, all right? Keith gave us the Planet of the Ood. I think I it's just believe... Planet of the Ood. No, the... Yes, you're right. It is Planet of the Ood. No, the... I can't believe my dad wrote this, Nathan. Where, what do you think about this episode? We'll do some overall thoughts. Lawrence, I'll tell you what I think about this episode, but first I want you to tell me what you think about this episode. Oh, I see. So you want to copy my work, do you? Absolutely not. This is like when the teacher comes around and you haven't done your homework and you're like, Lawrence, what did you put? I'll change it. I'll change it a little bit. First of all, if I ever copy your opinions on anything, God help me, all right? Because you have some <laughs> batshit fucking ones. You thought um, the fires of Pompeii was the worst thing you'd ever seen. That's not so what I said. <laughs> that is verbatim from your mouth, okay? So, like, I, I will never... Uh, there will be no point to me to copy your opinion, because, like, awful stuff. Fine. The worst takes in history I have. Think, I think you're being mean, but I will concede. Um, my opinion of this episode is that it's it's really good. I think it's a banger. Um, I really like that they're revisiting the Ood. I watched. I, I didn't have time to watch all of it. I watched half of the Confidential, and like, uh, there's a large focus on it being like, yeah, we left some storytelling opportunities and potential on the table uh, back in season two, and we were like, let's all go back and you know see what the Ood are getting up to. Um, so I really really like it. I think it's again Catherine Tate is like 
I know she's done more episodes than two, but she's in her second like episode where she has some heavy emotional work to do, and she like knocks it out of the park, and it's got a good little, but well, not good, but a cartoonish villain, uh, like a, a good villain, a terrible bloke. <laughs> but yeah, no, I like it. It's good, and I like the setting as well. Very fun episode. Well, Lawrence, you may have not had time to watch all of Doctor Who Confidential because you're terrible at planning your time, but I'm good at it, so I did have time to watch okay. it Okay, yeah. Uh, so I watched the full episode. Thank you very much. So I'd just like to be on record as saying I did all the required work. Um, and I had a very good time with this episode, Lawrence. You would say that there was some stuff left on the table with the youth. I would say they just forgot about them entirely and then later <laughs> realized that, oh shit, maybe we didn't do such a good job with the youth before. Maybe we should try and redo some stuff here um, and, and t- try to right some wrongs. Maybe they realized, uh, not unlike a certain uh, author, they realized they wrote a slave race who were happy to be slaves. <laughs> and then they thought... Uh, maybe maybe that's not the best message, unlike a certain author. Yes. And they, they corrected that, whereas that author is now just fucking hopefully dead. That's not true. <laughs> <laughs> I I do like that in the bit of Confidential that I saw, they reframe it as like, you know, because the last time the Doctor was really busy. The Doctor like had stuff to do and it's like, no, you just didn't write it. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, ru- yes, Russell, the Doctor forgot. The fictional yes. character of the Doctor forgot about that. Yeah, yeah, sure. That's that's how that all went down. Um, mm. No, but I I did enjoy this episode. It was it was uh, a lot of fun. Um, we're in the snow. We we're in a ice planet with some terrible CGI, but it's still just a great a great place to be dropped into. Um, the Udabak love an Ud. I I do love the Ud. I want an Ud, but like not as like, oh a slave. whoa 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 hang no, on no no just no. <laughs> listen okay. not as like a slave just like as a little friend as a mate. Yeah, just a little friend in my house. Is he, is he your mate? Yeah, we're mates. Okay, um, okay. <laughs> I'm just checking, because you said you want one as a mate. Yeah, I want a mate. You're not mating with me, sunshine. Fucking great, Doctor great Who stuff. joke. Oh, that is the worst stuff ever. I reckon <laughs> we'd have a podcast, Nathan and the Youth. Hang, hang on, where am I? Oh, hold on. <laughs> how many podcasts do you have currently? Right, okay, three, yes. I, okay, I, and, how many I, am I, and how many of them do you do with me? Too. <laughs> okay, so little bitch boy. Okay, before you get up on your high horse, which is made of glass. All right, do you want to put those stones down? All I'm saying is, if you in the oud are talking, are you talking about Doctor Who or are you talking about general no, stuff? No, we're just having a we're just having a chat. It's Nathan and the oud. Okay, in that that that's fine. Then I accept that. If you're if you're reaching into Doctor Who, then I was gonna get my back up. But I, I well, maybe I, we'll delve into it sometimes. Oh no. No. Have you ever no. delved into Doctor Who on your other podcast, Lawrence? Na- Nathan, it's time to move on. <laughs> <laughs> Have you? Yeah, once or twice. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Do, Nathan, do you like the opening shots of this episode? How does it open again? Oh, with, with the, the... <laughs> the advert. The advert, the little advert. I do, I do. The Bohemian Rhapsody Ood. It's not quite Bohemian Rhapsody. You know, blackout background, white spotlights. They're in like three corners. They're missing yeah, but the fourth Bohemian one. Rhapsody is very specific. Bohemian Rhapsody is like a, a almost diamond of um, a diamond uh, configuration of Queen. Yes, Whereas this is just there's two moods in the background and one in the foreground. That's a triangle. They're missing one, and then it's a diamond. 
Yeah, but it's not. They're also not like up close to the camera and that type of stuff. It's like a full body shot. It's it's not the same. I think with a bit of delightful editing, I could make a Bohemian Rhapsody shot. Yes, yeah, that's the thing though with the editing. So that <laughs> implies that it's not the Bohemian Rhapsody shot. You I have think they to laid, change it to get to that shot. They laid enough of the groundwork for me to manipulate it, and I think it doesn't go unnoticed. I think I think that the advert is very funny. I like it. it's got some funky effects on it. All right, it's... well, everyone, get ready because we're going to spend twenty minutes debating this advert right now. Okay. <laughs> First of all, okay. It's adverts. <laughs> First of all, there's there's a price dropped of fifty credits. Yes. Per Uds. Now I now I will recognize that is a discounted price, okay? That is not the initial price. That is discounted. What that discount is, we don't know, but we would have to assume less than fifty percent, correct? I I would think so, but then there is a very strong reaction where he says, like, you know, he's bleeding me dry. Yes, but I, I think if it was a rea- if it was a reduction of more than fifty percent, that would garner a bigger reaction because that's that's half your profits just gone. Yeah, and they would and they would lean into the over half price off yes. angle in the advert. Yeah, I'm with you. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Exactly. Um. So fifty credits. So if we go by what we know about the uh, the credits um currency conversion which we worked out in the voyage of the dance is this nathan does a maths again <laughs> a little bit yes <laughs> okay that's yeah. one fucking pound that's one pound <laughs> for an ood <laughs> what is going on <laughs> there is no consistency in this universe <laughs> and i don't really care but like <laughs> i don't know it would seem it would seem that the opposite of that is true it's a pound i mean it's a good deal but I, it's it, a pound. Uh, it, I would say, if you would say it's a good deal, I would say that's interesting because me personally, I couldn't put a value uh, on a human life. Oh, they're it's not humanist human. nudes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Damn, I fucked up my point where I implied you were a terrible person. Great. Damn it. Um, I, I like that in this bit we get more like pseudo business. We had this in uh, Partners in Crime, but we just get a little bit like, well, you know, the market's down, sir. We have to reposition ourselves. It's all baby's first business writing, isn't it? <laughs> is it? I don't know. Some of it's like... Uh, it, it's it's all very vague, isn't it? Yeah. I feel like it's a, a pure miracle that the CEO hasn't been informed of this dramatic price drop at, by this point, to the point where there are adverts going out across the across yeah. the many galaxies. Was that the CEO at the beginning? He's certainly high up, isn't he? I, I think he's talking about like I think it is the CEO because he said that his dad brought him to that Ood brain when they were six and like that's like a, a that's like a you wouldn't no, do he's that not to your CEO. kid. I'm talking no, I'm talking about the guy who died at the beginning. Oh fuck yeah 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 oh yeah yeah different bloke. Which is a yeah it's a different guy. <laughs> they're interchangeable aren't they? <laughs> they're just they're the big boss character. Okay, Lawrence <laughs> okay. didn't watch the episode. Everyone, um, <laughs> I did, uh, and I watched half of Confidential. Okay, <laughs> maybe he just watched half of Confidential. He didn't watch the episode. It's <laughs> not true. It's not true. Um, all right, so uh, the the TARDIS has landed. It's uh, it's on this planet, whatever it may be, um, and it's freezing. It's yes. snow. Bit of fun. It is funny. Uh, uh, fun. It is fun. Um, I do like that. There's like. The doctor almost gives Donna like a bizarre look because she goes in and gets a coat, and I'm like, "That's not weird." He's like, "Oh, you 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 cozy." I'm like, "Yeah, she probably is better now." <laughs> yeah, it's yeah, it's fine. There's absolutely nothing wrong with it. I will say, um, Tennant is looking great. Obviously, in his beautiful blue suit, he mm. realised that he's been 
lacking for the past few episodes, so he's uh, he's switched it up. Fine. All right. Nothing. <laughs> <laughs> no. We've milked this. I don't know. What do you mean? Nothing. This is our whole shtick. Come on. <laughs> sorry, sorry. No, I... Uh, you, Look, it looks good. It's a good combination. I do, I do like the look together. I'm not. Was he? Was he in his red shoes? He always is. Yeah. Well, he's not always in them. Though he might have been wearing his little white plimsolls that he wears. No, he was. He's in his blue suit. He's always wearing the burgundy boots. Yeah, I see. Is it darker blue than it was in season three? Nope, same blue. Are you sure? I don't think yeah. it is. I think it's darker. Nope, definitely the same blue. I'm thinking back to Smith and Jones, and that was like a bright blue suit. You see, you do this. You you get things in your head and you exaggerate them. You inflate them in your head. I'm gonna I'm gonna Google it because I'm I'm almost certain it was a different blue. I'm I'm sure it was a darker blue suit. It's the exact same blue. You can you can look at a side by side comparison. I'm going play to both the... episodes right now. I'm going. To... Oh fuck! <clears throat> it is okay. Fine, fine, fine. It is. <laughs> what a shock! You wanted me to delve into also, this. What, what would be the point of that? Hey, everyone, we changed the suit to a slightly darker blue, so slight that it's barely imperceptible to the human eye. In what my would be mind, the point? in my mind, it was perceptible. In my mind, yes, I thought it because had... you made it up. That's why. <laughs> are you are you a fan of before before the TARDIS lands? Um, they're flying it together. We get a wide shot. Did you notice anything particularly egregious? about this camera work and uh, and actors' performances. Oh, I wouldn't say it's egregious. I'd say it's just a good bit of fun. Just to rock the camera, off you go to one side, rock the camera, off you go to the other side. It's, good. Yeah. it's classic Star Trek acting, man. It's what, it's, <laughs> it's, what, it's what the fun part about being on Doctor Who is. You get to do some fun crash acting. And I know that, but it, I you feel like it's never you been this... Wanna, you wouldn't want to run about the TARDIS like it's, like no. it's crashing? You wouldn't want to fling <laughs> yourself course. everywhere? Of course I would, and I'd be lying if I said I hadn't like ran around my bedroom as a child pretending I was piloting it right. But I, it's never been this like straight on. It's a seesaw. Like you have as to assume the TARDIS is just going fucking on one eighty degree angles, <laughs> just like, just horizontal and then flipping again. Hey, time travel is dangerous, man. It's rocky. It's rough. It's, it's not a. It's not a straight, easy flight. Well, I don't know what that was. It's not. A, it's not easy. <laughs> all right, unless you've got like twelve people to pilot it. All right. Yes. Yes. If, if it's just him on its own, then it's a it's a bit rocky. Okay. <laughs> Fine. I'll I'll accept it. I know why. I'm just saying it was. I've never seen it that blatant before, and I, it was fun, but it was also a bit silly. The whole show is silly. <laughs> yeah, but this it's is what we do. Silly. We point it out. It's all silly. All right. You're do, silly. Do you like? Do Do you think the the where they land and like the like you say the big vast open snowy mountains? Does it feel like if Alaska was a Fortnite map? It feels like a quarry in Wales with some fake snow on it. <laughs> no, uh, right, yeah, where they're actually acting, yes. Yeah, <laughs> everything else is CG. <laughs> oh, oh, wait, what, what are you talking about? You're talking about this, like this grand vista with like the the yeah. archways and the planet in the background and all that sort of stuff. Yeah, exactly where the TARDIS lands and they look about and everything. It looks like a Fortnite map to you. I think so. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe it's just that's just how I view like a big wide open space with a bridge. <laughs> okay. Yeah. It felt very like a Fortnite map to me. I don't know. Okay. Maybe the doctor's made to chug splash. Fucking move on. Yeah. Okay. Great. <laughs> well, right. So it immediately gets a little bit more serious because they're like the doctor's like, "What's that noise? Can't you hear that?" And Donna's like, "Nope." And then obviously they find. Well, who do they find, Nathan? 
They found a mood in the snow, and he's dying. He's mm. uh, it, it's the same mood who killed the maybe the CEO, maybe not. We don't know. Um, and then we we discover that well, he's been shot. And he's not having a good time, basically. Yeah. As as you as you wouldn't if you got shot. No, yeah. Typically, I've never been shot myself, but I can't imagine it being a laugh. And I would probably do the same thing this dude does, which is die. Um, yeah, probably same. Yeah, <laughs> that's just us, though. <laughs> um, I do like it. I think it's like um, the it, it, it's another moment where Donna just shows the empathy, and there's this like I don't know. There's this kind of moment where we keep talking about how Donna show, shows empathy, but then the Doctor kind of just seems a bit more not cold. That's the wrong word. He's still kind of compassionate about the situation, but he's very like he's used to this more so than Donna is. And then yeah, like Donna goes to like pick up the translator orb that they that the Ood has. Um, thinking that that's the way to like, if you speak into it, the Ood will hear. And the doctor's like, "You don't need to do that." And then she kind of looks, I don't know, it's just, it's it's a detailed performance from Catherine Tate, and she looks like she's kind of like almost wasted a moment of this Ood's last moments. And it there's a lovely performance from her, I think. It was almost the way the doctor reacted to that. It was almost like a you know, like he did with Rose and Martha whenever they're trying a bit of local lingo. It was almost like a no, 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 don't, don't, don't do yeah. that. But but a little bit nicer, just a little bit softer. It was a little him. bit, yeah, but but do, do you see what I mean about it? it's still kind of like run of the mill stuff for the Doctor? It's a little bit he's used to this kind of stuff mm. now. It doesn't affect him in the same way that it does for Donna, obviously. Yes, I, I, I he's definitely a lot more used to it than Donna is, but I'd say it still affects him. He's still showing compassion and that kind of stuff. He's not just like, oh well, off we pop, you know. He's yeah. he definitely does have a reaction to it and is you know at least a little bit upset by it. Don't get me wrong, he gets over it very quickly, but, like, he does. <laughs> of course he does. <laughs> They've got an episode of Doctor Who to go and do. It's true. Um, so, obviously, that's a fat rip on... I wrote his name down, it's Delta 50, but it's kind of... It's not really a name, is it? Um, no, it's a, the, a designation. Yeah, which is... A slave you know, name. Yeah, not great. Not great stuff. Yeah, so it's um, quite telling that you're choosing to call him by that. <laughs> Shut <laughs> so. up. Come on, it's the only thing I've got for him. <laughs> If I if I was gonna want to remember him, all right. If I was gonna fin it like from 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 the sequels, what would it be? Delta fifty. So Derry Del Boy, Del Boy. (laughs) Yeah, fine, Del Boy. (laughs) Back at the base, we've got um, big boss man coming in. He's just like us for real. His rocket scheduled hair tonics. (laughs) Come on now. (laughs) (laughs) I've got a note that just says, "You ever fucked around with this shit? Like a hair thing?" Only in Red Dead. No, but like not a tonic necessarily, but like you ever you haven't tried to like bring your former glory back? N- never through like any products or or anything like yeah. this. No, I know you have. I know you've bought a bit of Miracle Grow in your time. <laughs> I had. A, I had a, look, I had. A, I had. I dab. I dabbled for about two weeks, and I went. This is fucking stupid and pointless, and it looks so dumb. So I'm just gonna stop this. I think it was a little longer than two weeks. I don't I think, think it was. I don't think it was. I think you're being generous to yourself. <laughs> I, I think right, it was fine. a few months. <laughs> no, it wasn't a few months. And if it was, I didn't apply it every day. All right, I was off my scheduled <laughs> appointments for it. Okay. <laughs> Look, th- this guy is arriving. Um, he's like, you know, they've they've got a big like. I, I is it like an investor meeting or like big buyers or something? Yeah, something like that. Why doesn't he just go to fucking Turkey? <laughs> yeah, he could do them. You can easily so, yeah. you just go to it's four thousand years in the future. Surely they've got better fucking 
hair technology than uh, sorry, two thousand years in the future. Surely they got better hair technology than now. Yeah, and it seems to be like his hair tonic seems to be like unscheduled. It just seems to be whenever the ood goes up to him and is like, drink. Well, just whenever he wants it, really. He's just yeah. requesting it at any point, really. Yeah. Just like, drink, drink, drink. But anyway, it's not, obviously, going to Turkey isn't an option for this man for some reason. So he's got his little shot glasses, um, which I guess is just water. I guess he's just necking water on the set. Well, it's like oud cum or whatever, isn't it? <laughs> no, no, it's not. <laughs> well, it is. No, it's Nathan, not. it's absolutely not. <laughs> It is. <laughs> oh, oh, it, yeah. Secretly, it is some sort of oud thing, isn't it? To make yeah. him an oud, yeah. It's oud juice. Yeah. <laughs> oud juice. <laughs> uh, yeah, but that right. That's we're 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 going too far ahead, right? There, there's a big investors meeting or some sort of like whatever. The head of marketing is there to to pitch oud. Um, to the head of marketing, of... the queen of Naboo herself, Lawrence. Yeah, you have to give me some context on this one. I mean, that's what more content do you need from that? It's pretty self-explanatory. The Queen of... Is she in... I take it she's in Star Wars. Yes, it's Queen Jamila from Attack of the Clones. There we are. See, these are the side... I don't know this much. <laughs> these are the side things that you know that I don't. I feel like everyone knows that. I don't know. that. My, no one knows that. Everyone I, knows that. I went. If I went down my contacts list right now, I could bet you less than five people would know that. If I was oh, in a gym. Yeah, but you'd be selective and you'd be like... Your dad, your mum, your in-laws. I think if you took a consensus of the entire worth, uh, Earth population, less than twenty percent people would know that. All right, well, it's a big I feel place. Like make me feel bad. <laughs> no, I have no means of actually doing this. I could be very wrong. I just, I don't know that. But that's cool. Uh, right. Okay. Um, yes. Right. So there's this big marketing meeting going on. Everyone's gathered, uh, or they're they're like selling oud, um, and the guy with his hair tonic is there, and he's like, you know. Whatever the fuck's going on, there's there's some there's something going on with the oud. Whenever there's oud, there's a little bit of trouble. There's a red eye kind of curse, I guess, going around the oud, and seemingly at random, they're just kind of getting the ass, for lack of a better phrase, and just scrapping some humans. The, anyone's in sight. I like that. I like I like this with the oud. I like that. There's this is mentioned in confidential, but there's always kind of a you, you're always partially on edge because sometimes they're the nicest, and sometimes they'll kill you in an instant, and obviously. That's not like a comment on the Ood's character because obviously they're, they're, there's other stuff at play. But I do like that sense of kind of uneasiness that it that they come with. I don't think they would kill me. I think they'd like me. <laughs> I I think we could. I think we could form a friendship. You know, and a podcast as well. Yeah, like I said, Nathan and the Ood. <laughs> Just one. It'd be great. You're not inviting all the Ood. No, I only have one Ood friend. Oh, okay, but he he chats to his boys and he's like, Nathan's cool. Yeah. I guess, yeah. All right. Well, how are you going to do this? How are you going to make sure that you don't get firstly? Like, how are you going to explain that you're a man of character that does not need to be killed by the Ood? But just be nice to him. I'm not going to like immediately like go, "You're my slave," and then start whipping him and forcing him to do all these menial slave tasks. We'll just be friends. So are you we'll go see- to the movies. We'll get an ice cream. Would you be I'll like- teach him how to um, play Fortnite? Play for we'll have a great time. You and the Ood. Yeah, we'll have a great time. And he's like, this map looks just like my planet. <laughs> I don't think he will. I, that's not a thing. <laughs> um, all right, so... <laughs> this is fucking stupid. I love that it's the future uh, and that things are still being said. Like, I've I've chatted to most of you investors on the, on the vid phone. <laughs> I do, I do yeah. love... I just love... What year are we in now? In, in, in 
four, I think it's forty-one twenty-six. They say. Oh yeah, but like, what, what, what are we in in production time? Like two thousand and seven, oh, two thousand eight, two thousand. Uh, yeah, came out in two thousand eight. So written in film two thousand seven. Okay, so yeah, that's pretty. What was out in two thousand and seven? Anything that ever, anything that even remotely resembled a vid phone. Um, 2007, let's see. Well, Skype was kicking around yeah. in 2007, wasn't it? It was the early days of Skype and, like... It was the arse end of MSN, right? MSN was on the way out. Oh, I think MSN was dead by this point. MSN was well dead. MSN died around, like, oh, 2005, 2006, it died. Could you get MSN on the phone, though? Could it be a vid phone? Because they wouldn't have had front cameras phones in 2007, would they? No, 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 no. Well, they they would have had camera phones... Hmm. But video calling on a phone wasn't really a thing then. Yeah. Yeah, that wasn't a thing. That was a, a bit of a sci-fi concept still. I do love I do love that they're in the year, like, whatever you said it was, like, 20... No, what did you say? 4126. Fuck me. Yeah, so they're that far in advance. And, and Russell's... The height of Russell's, like, oh, yeah, no, this would be a thing by then. Vid, vid phones. I got That man's going to have a very shocking... In 2008, he's going to have a very shocking next couple of years, is all I'll they've say. They've got... I, I like that they've got all these big fucking absolute unit watches that they all communicate on, <laughs> and it's like... It's like the size of an absolute rock on your wrist. But, like... like I mean, we're only, like, what, 10 years out... Well, 12, 13 years out from this or whatever, and, like, we have much better technology than I know. Like... <laughs> <laughs> Imagine, imagine how know. baffled it would be if I was like, "Yeah, I've spoken to you on the vid phone." It's like it's how most people talk to each other now, just through a FaceTime call or something. We're doing it right now. Um, in the in the early episodes of of Still Got Legs, I mentioned this episode and its set design for it, like trying to look futuristic, but just oh yeah, not quite getting the mark. Just like the like the plastic IKEA furniture, the like white chairs and tables <laughs> yeah, and that yeah, type yeah. of stuff. And it's like, look how cool and futuristic it is, isn't it? Oh, it kind of just looks like some weird designs from 2007, but sure. I, <laughs> I it is, I, 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 I can commend the try though. It's a very honest attempt, I think. Yeah. And yeah. I think, it, I think it's good. There's some absolutely terrible fucking wobbly CGI. And I do like that they're like, it's rustic, isn't it? It's meant to be a bit like outdated and the point of the episode is is like this is outdated. This is not a practice that should be happening and it's all like I don't know. Say I'm reaching, but I think you're reaching. Okay. I think, <laughs> I think you're reaching. Like it's not rustic in the same way like Star Wars is rustic. Like, yeah, true. That's 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 intentional. Like, don't get me wrong, it wasn't in the seventies, but like now it is like sort of intentionally rustic. Yeah. Uh, where is this? It's just like this is a factory from 2007, <laughs> and th- this can also be a factory in 20 in 4126. So like, why not? Yeah, it's true. I feel like like the design of it as well is a bit all over the shop. Like it it seemingly does everything. It can host investor meetings. It can it is somewhere where they directly ship the oud from, and it's somewhere where they're also grown. It's I'll tell you what, shout out to shipping containers, which have not changed design in over <laughs> 2,000 years. That's how you know you have an MVP of a product right there, okay? If it ain't broke, don't <laughs> fix it, and you exactly. couldn't even have tried. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Fucking hell. Absolutely. Oh, we're being pedantic there, but you know, it is what it is. It, yeah, we, we are being pedantic, but it, you know, 
I mean, but I think it would look sillier if they like tried to do anything else. Like if they tried yeah, to make, make a it, future like... shipping container. Like, ooh, it's uh, <laughs> <laughs> whoa, it's, future it's, cargo. Uh, <laughs> whoa, it's it's sleek and triangle shaped for some reason. Yeah, it's way more inefficient. It can fit far <laughs> less things in it. Yeah, and whenever you open the door, it always falls out on you because you're at the point of the triangle. <laughs> exactly, bad design. <laughs> I don't know yeah. why they would have done that, to be honest. But yeah, there we go. There we In- go. Indeed. Um, so you get immediately. You kind of uh, the the doctor and uh, Donna sneak into this uh, like investor meeting. This kind of whatever's going on there. Uh, we get s- another great uh, Mister Doctor Donna, Mrs. Donna, whatever the fuck that is joke. <laughs> Elegantly explained. <laughs> you know what I mean. I do, and they do too. Um, yeah. It's time for them to pull their weight. You understand what we're saying. Imagine we said something funnier. Um, but I, I, yeah, I like, I like that they're just the Doctor and Donna. They're they're very good at this kind of. It seemingly like most things they do is just get in somewhere. I know the Doctors flash the psychic paper and stuff before, but it seems like yeah. most of the stuff they do is just go, "Hello, we're supposed to be here. Actually, what's going on?" <laughs> yeah, I've, I've, and honestly, I think that would work most of the time. Mm. I wouldn't question that. If I was holding a meeting and someone came up to me and went, I'm supposed to be on this, I'd be like, yeah, that makes sense to me. Yeah. I, I have no reason to doubt what you're saying. So, like, sure, <laughs> come on in. Yeah. I, it's only going to be me who gets in trouble if you miss it. So, yeah. sure, come along. Exactly. It, the, the risks outweigh the risk of them just coming along anyway. Like, yeah. I Also, you'd be amazed at the lack of verification. I, I have something booked, and I can't say it too loudly because she might hear. I have something booked for my wife's birthday, and I lost the email like a stupid boy. I know what it is. It's, uh, you're going to... Right, Nathan. <laughs> she could listen to this. Don't do that. Uh, she won't <laughs> Tra- Travis, she won't... bleep that, please. <laughs> she won't listen to it. Let's be honest. She absolutely will not listen to it. What if this is the one week where she's like, I'm going to support this podcast? <laughs> And check there'll it be, out. Uh, there'll be e- no. There's no way. Uh, but anyway, I lost the email, um, and I had to call them up, and I said, "Hello, I've lost the email. I'd like it to be resent." And they literally just asked for my name. I gave it to them, and they went, yeah. "Sure, no worries. Here it is." And I was like, "I could yeah, have been anyone." To... Yeah, but but what's the risk there? You could have been anyone, but they sent it to the same email. Like true yeah so like so what's the you could have been anyone but then at the same time the guy who originally bought the tickets just got another email oh no how tragic and he's like oh this is okay cool <laughs> <laughs> i could have hacked my own email someone could have hacked my email i mean yeah but if you went through all that trouble then fair enough you've earned it i mean yeah at that point yeah <laughs> fuck my wife's birthday i guess yeah yeah good on him he's like well, why, can't, why can't we do anything tonight i'm like because someone else deserve this <laughs> someone else had Some, this. someone else wanted it more okay <laughs> yeah i mean i lost the email in the first place so there we go um but anyway right it is so yeah 41 uh, 26 the second bountiful human empire which stretches across across three galaxies yep that's not a good thing <laughs> that sounds bad well yes uh yes um human empire sounds bad Yes. Yes. But stretching across galaxies, that's all right. That's cool. I like I like that yeah. kind of that kind of concept going to a different well I mean obviously your galaxy is fucking massive so there's way more planets and everything else so that's quite cool. The human empire has very negative connotations in like <laughs> oh there's planet stars now. Like, Especially <laughs> no. considering their like their main like income seems to be like 
the distribution and selling of slaves, which yeah, and you know, given our entire history, so like yeah, um, yeah, um, you know, you know all that stuff we kind of sweep under the rug and like yeah. Britain's great. Remember World War Two? We helped. <laughs> <laughs> we do. We also we slander the Americans so much, but like that's our bad. All right. <laughs> I mean, it's your bad too. We've done we've done a lot of atrocities, all right, folks. Like, yeah, there's there's a lot of shit we are responsible for. But, you know, we can only hope that in the year forty one twenty six that we have grown and learned. Um, well, apparently not. Apparently, we've regressed because we're... <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, true. <laughs> we're part of the uh, the human empire, and we're like, yeah, we'll we'll take these planets. Why not? Sure. It seems like something seems... we should do. Yeah, this is this is ours now. We live here. Did they say there was something going on with Earth? Uh, they mentioned what actual Earth was getting up to. Yeah, I've heard Donna says like, "How's Earth going?" And I think he said it's it's all right, a bit full, you know, That's overpopulated it. probably. Yeah, but all right for the most part. Why is it full? We got three galaxies spread out. Everyone's been shagging. Yeah, I get that they've been shagging, Nathan. But and there's probably more, more, more races part of the um, the Empire now. That's true. Yeah, possibly. Yeah, I mean, we know what we're like. So. Yeah, I mean, it's, yeah, it's a big if. Could be like, no aliens allowed, only humans. It's far more likely they went three galaxies. Well, once we clear them out, they'll be great. Yeah. <laughs> far, far more likely as to what's happened. Anyway, Nathan, there is something uh, a little bit fishy going on in Warehouse Fifteen. Why? What's happening in Warehouse Fifteen, Lawrence? I will say that we're not allowed to know until later because uh, the, right, well, the episode we'll keeps it a nifty later. secret. All right, great. But no, but it's alluded, right? There's there's clues laid. Uh, there's there's obviously something going on, and it's obviously something that has been like well preserved and is very daunting to the eye to see. Very, yeah. like some people find it quite emotional, and obviously with the added context that the kind of chief scientist bloke uh, is part of the Friends of the Ood, which is obviously an organization that are fighting to, uh, I guess, free the Ood. Um, it's a bit of a spoiler alert, right there. No, they're here, and we're forty five minutes in. Like, give it the program, right? Um, but yeah, with the added context of that, like there is a nice moment, and you you can twig it um, if you remember that. It, well, if, if on your rewatch you remembered that he was a little mm. uh, a friend of the Ood, he just gets quite emotional about it. He, get, he looks at it; it's quite sad, and he says, "Like obviously you've heard it and seen about uh, seen it and heard about it and everything, but like nothing quite compares you to actually like witnessing it for the first time." Which is um, yeah, yeah, and then obviously once it's revealed what it is. Sucks. It's fucking terrible. No good. What do you mean? In, in as in like it sucks from like a, a writing perspective? Or? No, no, no. I think it like it. It's a terrible thing to do um, to a, okay. to a group of yeah. people. And also, I guess it sucks. Now I'm adding this in the context of like visually, it's fucking terrible. <laughs> it's, it's some. It's like nesting consciousness levels of CGI bad. Yeah, it doesn't look great. No, really. this is like we don't talk as much about the budget these days because it has gotten obviously bigger. Than from where we started, yeah. but like they're going to IKEA um, and they're decking out their they, sets. Like, yeah, they're they're saving money on this episode. I feel like they're they're cutting corners where they can. I feel like. it's very true that you know you know sometimes like IKEAs have those showrooms already set up. Yeah, I've often thought like on a budget that would be like some some young upstart filmmaker could strike a phenomenal deal to film scenes of like homebound scenes in someone's IKEA. Maybe this is just that on a larger scale. I don't think so. That'd be a nightmare. Nah, you film it at night, light it properly. You could do a whole day's work in there undisturbed. But there's like walls missing and everything. Yeah, but you'd shoot it from like a close up of like a family home on the sofa. You'd obviously, I mean, like on fucking 
the, the, the TARDIS has a half missing, Nathan. Yeah, but not like... And we know. Uh, we know. A, I'll be honest. It's been a while since I've been to Ikea, so yeah. I don't really know. But from what I remember, it wasn't like, here's a whole living room. You don't... No, they've got like pretty hefty setups. Like I could, I could take a little selfie, send it to you. You'd think I was in someone's house if you didn't know I was in Ikea. Well, about all the signs that say... Oh, here's the Flergenstock and Blurgen, and it's like 7.50 or whatever. Yeah, but if you were filming in it, you'd take them off, wouldn't you? And then you'd like you'd get permission, mm. and you'd put them back on after. That sounds like a lot of effort, if you ask me. <laughs> I'm sure <laughs> filmmaking can be, to be fair. Anyway, right, so, yeah, they, they sneak off. Um, the Doctor and Donna, they're like, right, I've had enough of this tour. This tour's bollocks. Uh, we're going to go find out what's actually cooking, what's actually going on here. Yeah. And they sneak out, which I quite like, which takes them where, Nathan? Pop quiz. <laughs> Be honest, I have no idea. <laughs> so you got to be on your toes, all right? I'm gonna every now and again, I'm gonna check in on you. I'm gonna call on you and see if you're listening. I wasn't listening. Did your teacher ever do that I to was, you? Yeah, I was thinking about IKEA. <laughs> I wasn't listening. I saw your eyes wandering, Nathan. I thought I'm gonna pick on you. You know that thing when you're like, if I don't look at the teacher, they're not gonna choose me. But like, the more the people that look away, it's like I'm gonna zero in on you. That's what I'm doing, Nathan. They're in the shipping container. Oh, okay, yeah. So, um, have we done the song bit yet? Or is that later? Yeah, no, we haven't got to the captivity song yet, but I did skip okay. over the bit where the boss man uh, pours what he thinks is his hair tonic into the Ood brain and goes, have one on me. And I just think that's a weird thing to do. Yeah, he's not. the brain's not going to grow any hair, is it? <laughs> Imagine if you come back later and it's just got like a little toupee on. <laughs> well, it wouldn't because it's not hair tonic. It's like oud cum or whatever. We've already established this. Maybe it makes the brain stronger. Maybe the brain's like, oh, I like this. It's even more oud now. Yeah. yeah. Nasty business. Anyway, shipping containers. Yeah, shipping containers. They look great. I t- love that shipping container. It's a classic design. <laughs> yeah. 2,000 years old. Going strong. I love <laughs> it. Just cannot do better. Anyway, than moving it. on. <laughs> Next scene. <laughs> no. No, um, because there's a I'll massive thing here. Yeah, I know. I know. There's a... Um, I tell you what, there's a there's a a fun little chase. I'm almost certain you'll probably want to talk about a certain character in this scene a little bit later. <laughs> You'd be correct. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Great. Um. So that's fine. But it's a fun little chase sequence. Little little game of like whatever that game is. You know the arcade claw game. The claw, but like it's it's kind of seemingly has no limit to where it can go and how quickly it can operate. Um, yeah, I like I like in the confidential for this. David Tennant is like, yeah, I don't think they stunted me for any of this. I don't think there was any doubles. I I, I like throw myself at walls and shit. <laughs> I tell you what, the for an episode with mostly terrible CGI, the claw looked good. The claw did look the very claw, good. Yeah, the claw looked very. There was moments where I was like, is that a real claw? Like mm. uh, like especially when it came down like over him, it was never a real claw at any point. But like there were certain times where couldn't tell so. i i think that's probably the purpose of that i think is probably because they and this is on confidential as well they had to have the previous so tenant had a reference for what he was doing look at this guy he's watched half of confidential and he thinks he knows everything i'm just quoting all of Caden- uh, all of confidential i mean <laughs> i may as well not talk in this podcast and then when you break for air just play a bit of confidential <laughs> no but i, I think, do you, know I think I, do you know what i love about confidential clearly they like they realize um they don't have enough material to fill out 45 minutes so they're like anthony head is like 
well, this isn't the first time the Doctor's encountered a monster. <laughs> and then they just play a five-minute montage of various <laughs> monsters from from the past episodes. And it's just... And it goes on for so long. <laughs> so long. And it's just set to some kind of popular song at the time. And then it's just five minutes of, like, various clips from past episodes of Doctor Who. And then it just moves on to something entirely <laughs> different, as if that didn't matter <laughs> at all. I'm... I'm a big fan of... I, I said this, right? Uh, I, I think I tweeted this out. Like, I think the editing in Doctor Who Confidential is fucking world-class, right? I think it's amazing. And I watch... Right, for my job, I watch so much shit behind-the-scenes stuff, right? Mm. So much of it. And this is, like, the best packaging I've ever seen, right? I was not prepared for when I switched on Confidential for the first frame to be an ood doing a dance to the sexy back by Justin Timberlake, right? I just, well, like, you can't yeah. get better than that. It's fucking great. I love it. It's pretty good. It's very, very good stuff. It's very good. But yeah, I think the claw probably looks good because they had the, they had the previs done, so they probably had. And... Oh, fuck off with your previs. No one cares. It I think they worked. They, they worked. They worked hard on it. They obviously started it before they started the other stuff, and I think it shows. We're here to talk about Doctor Who, Nathan, and you brought it up. You brought up the quality of the picture. Okay, I did. I don't want to know how it works. Though. I just want to know. I just want to see it. <laughs> Fine. Right. You go. You go stare at it then. I will. I'm gonna go look at that claw tonight. Nathan's like, I hate knowing how Doctor Who is made. Anyway, what's going on with Doctor Who Confidential this week? Nothing, just 45 minutes of montages of aliens. <laughs> That's what. Yes, but anyway, so there's there's all the stuff that goes on in there. We'll leave some of the stuff that happens in that scene until a little bit later. But I, I think the imagery of, like, Donna opens up the shipping crate and there's, like, a hundred Ood packed in, like, sardines. And, like, yeah, not nice. Not yeah, particularly nice. It's not great. And, like, the she, yeah. like, comments on the smell of it. And I'm like, yeah, this is not good to do this is really not great imagery yeah yeah very very much not nice all obviously trying to evoke the um we don't have images of this but there's like drawings and plants and stuff of like slave ships from like that era and and how they they was all packed in and everything like that very very unpleasant stuff if you've seen like the actual plans and like how how those drawings turned out like really not nice and i feel like they're trying to kind of evoke some of that imagery and just overall just a general unpleasantness because mm. spoiler alert slavery not pleasant really yeah no, no, no one no one come at us <laughs> oh. for that take all right we're not we're not we're not the pioneers of saying this not um, that nice no not that great and we're against it actually as it yeah, goes we are. um i i think they've they're doing a very good job at like <laughs> that's for us because we're against slavery <laughs> thank you everyone you're too kind um, I think they're doing a good job of a second go at the Ood. I think, obviously, like we said at the start, they left so much shit unexplored. Um, yeah. And this is this is hard-hitting stuff, I do think. This is... We get the... So th- this is this is where we go on and we kind of get the um, the uh, the Ood, the the kind of... what I think they call them unprocessed Ood. Um, natural. Which is, yeah, just the, the natural-born Ood. Yeah. No wires, and, no translatable or anything like that. Just raw... Yeah, and it's and it's just like oh, I don't know. It, it, it's 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 such a fucking great scene, and I, I I love it where like Donna is such a she's such a person that's. I mean, she was actively seeking out the Doctor. That was the start of her arc as a companion, um, mm. where as like a mainstay on the show uh, to explore new life and to explore new worlds. And the way she leaves the TARDIS, like in the start of the episode, it's so friendly and she's so ready to see life. And then so quickly she can forget that like it just fucking can suck like 
everything has a good side and a bad side to it and you know definitely i do i do like that the doctor very much says that like yeah i kind of did fuck up with the youth before you know i Mm. I didn't really do really take notice of them just let them all do i kind of feel like i owe them one he says yeah um that's probably a big understatement i would say (laughs) yeah you left them to die bro (laughs) yeah uh still i still remember that shot of the um the impossible planet where it's like going into the black hole it's just the shot of just loads of ooze just looking terrified as they all just go to their deaths which is not nice she's like i served all you guys orange juice for like fucking so many years and this is the reward i get while you guys scuttle off to safety not nice at all no um but but yeah this this scene in the um in the little prison or whatever it's very very haunting when donna gets to hear the song and it is it's I wouldn't want to hear that all the time. Like, and just the way the youth is looking at her is like, it's, it's singing this like really sad and haunting and painful song. Like, fuck me, that the emotional talk. I mean, she can hear it for five seconds. She's like, fuck this man. I can't, I can't mm. be doing with this all the time. Like not in, not in a nasty way or anything, just cause it's so, it's a lot. Like it's a lot to have that. And like, I do not blame her at all for yeah. for wanting the doctor to take that away because that sounds rough, man. And to and to like take her away in a way as well because she actively like the do- obviously once it's kind of once you deliberated and once they've made an impact that's meaningful, Donna obviously reassesses and considers yeah. something else instead. But like that, her instinct is to pull away and to say, "Take me home." Like there's only so much like kind of, and she's so empathetic. And obviously, what happened last episode was so fucking emotional uh, and kind of i guess traumatic for her in a way that like it's this shit's fucking hard and i i love the kind of it does come back at the end but her wanting to go home and then her reframing it is like no it it hurts me but there's a responsibility here like and i guess she's in a place where she can't really trust the doctor to do this on his own um because she's perceptive i'll tell you what she's she's very perceptive she like she she has her line a little bit later where she's like they're obviously peaceful they're a peace they have to be they're born with their brain in their hands like any creature like that would have to trust absolutely everyone it comes across so they have to be a peaceful race and the way she like just like immediately picks up on that and then shows the the you both of them really show the you to compassion the whole you know dr donna friends mm. that type of stuff it's very sweet it's very nice and it's yeah, she's good. I love Donna. She's great. She is great. And that the scene in particular when she's like, well, when the, the doctor is kind of like beckoning the Ood that's obviously terrified in a cage to yeah. come closer. It's like how you like, and this is not to sound insensitive. And obviously it's a fucking Ood. It's not real. But like it not to sound insensitive to like the nature of the source material and what's being addressed here. It's like it's it, it looks like a scared animal. It looks like it's like cowering and yeah. shaking and. And it's just fucking gross, and yeah. it, and it, you know, to when you consider it, and like Donna says it, I think in the scene that follows, and like you just said, where of course they'd have to be peaceful, they their brains in their hand, they have to trust everyone they meet. To it, millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost fifty pounds. Salads generally, for most people, are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. 
I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. For it to be so unwilling, I think is very telling of the Ood's character. And like, it, they're so unwilling, but the doctor looks friendly, so they still open up. And as far as they know, this is just another human that's there to do yeah. whatever job he needs to do. Um, so yeah, I love that. I love, I, I just... I, I I really like how they've transitioned the Ood into this far more like soulful creature that doesn't harbor any ill will. Like they want their liberty and their freedom, but they're not a violent people by any means. No. Yeah, absolutely not. No, definitely not. They're very nice. I here's something. I have just noticed for the first time that you have a, a little a plant pot with a little smiley face on it. <laughs> yes, yeah, I believe it's called a jelly cat. It's like a special sort of stuffed toy thing. It's a stuffed toy. Yeah, yeah, it's not not a real plant. Yeah, it's a bit dark. You oh, can't okay. see it. It's low light, but um, yeah, 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 it's a little fluffy, like a little squishy thing. Oh, okay, but yeah, well, I have a real plant. Thing. It's just on the other side. No one cares, Lawrence. Um, <laughs> uh, so, so what happens next after after we get the the trauma? Um, well, Is that still when a, they get taken prisoner? Uh, no, not quite. There's still a little bit more trauma because they get the necessary context for anyone that doesn't watch the episode mm. and just listens to these like a maniac. There's the context of they get lobotomized, right? The brain is in their hands and they essentially... Yes. I, I don't know what they do to it. Obviously, the episode's vague. It's dealing with some pretty grim shit. But they, I guess, strip it and, and slap the translator on it as a way of... I think it's like a, a control situation, but it's also a... I think they say the brain's cut off. Fucking... Okay, that's not good. <laughs> that sucks yeah. even worse. Yeah. The brain, I think they say it's cut off and then replaced with the, the translatable, which is uh, then wired in. And connected yeah. to that hive mind situation, which makes them subservient, I guess. Maybe. Yeah. yeah. Either way, look, they do something and they manipulate the Ood in some way. It's a bit convoluted, but they manipulate the Ood in a way that cuts them off from each other and makes them service bound, essentially. Um, yeah. Which is which is very grim and not good to do. Um, oh, nice. Yeah. And this guy's a fucking... Right, the, the boss is a fucking Nazi, is what happens next. Okay. No, he is. He fucking... He talks about gassing a batch of Ood. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. And then, like, makes a... Like, a, a, a clear fucking... Uh, reference to like Hitler and the Holocaust and everything else by saying the old does he he says the old ways still work the old methods still work when the doctor says you're going to gas them and he says yeah the olden tactics still work oh I never took it as that what did you take it as <laughs> well I don't, I don't 41 26 I don't know their history yeah that's true I mean yeah I, don't, I just think it, I mean maybe it, it, there is a lot of distance there so maybe it was about something else but in our history yeah. we've known people to be confined like this and that method is very like synonymous and famous for one historical thing it's a fair point i'll tell you that yeah it's a fair point i can't argue with it it's gross and i won't yeah no thank you nate (laughs) firstly thank you very much um but yeah anyway to to move on to something a bit more lighter uh we go back to the investor meeting and one guy absolutely fucking loves a free bar what's going on this guy did my head man i wanted to punch him i'm glad he died (laughs) yeah fuck him right (laughs) <laughs> yeah i'll tell you what first of all 
Um, but this is going back a little bit, but earlier on in the episode, we get a little demonstration of what you can do with the Ood, and it turns out there's little customizable options, so you can have the standard Ood voice in the translator, mm. or for the for the gentleman, <laughs> after a long day at work, you can have a, a nice sexy lady Ood. <laughs> or, or Nathan, for the really distinguished, what's the third option? It's Homer Simpson. <laughs> Now, can you can you can you imagine just some absolute fucking freak who has an ood and he's like oh rough day at work can't wait to go home and see my ood and it's like hey baby how are you how was how was your day at the office and then it's just a big fucking ood with the fucking tentacles and everything and he's like hey yeah hey don't knock is... it all right don't knock it people are into whatever they're into i think it's fucking weird but, but, but people can be into it. Oh, no, actually, in the context of the Ood's placement in this relationship? Yeah, yeah no. Yeah, no, they're, yeah, they're, they're fucking weirdos. <laughs> they're real weirdos. Sounds like Lawrence is defending slavery once no, again. No, that's not what's happening. Oh, my God. Yeah. it's I, I, What a time capsule to be like, it's Homer Simpson as well. <laughs> yeah. Also, I don't think it was. <laughs> I don't. I don't. I don't think it was a Homer Simpson because it was very quick and it was just dough. But like, yeah, something about it sounded off. Like it didn't sound like Dan Castle in that. So I, I feel like they couldn't got the rights to it. So and they never said like Homer Simpson. They just said like classic comedy. Yeah. So I think they just got like a a rough off the cut, you know, <laughs> sound alike sort of thing. But some somewhere in a yeah. cut clip on Confidential is just like a team going around saying like, "We're actually doing competitions, so you can do the best Homer Simpson impression today." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, don't. This, no, it's fine. You don't need to ask us why. <laughs> uh, legally, I think we have to pay the winner something, but it won't be much. Um, fun fact. Yes. Um, this might be fun for no one, but it's fun for me. In The Simpsons, the word dough uh, the homer's expression dough has never once appeared in a script as such it's always annoyed grunt ah so so who's the voice actor for homer dan Castellaneta. so arguably he has made probably one of the most iconic lines in television history just off the cuff on a whim possibly yeah that is insane that is that is that is genuinely quite insane yeah that's like fucking that's like James Old Jones in the booth and be like, hang on George, I'm gonna give this one a go. I am your father. I don't know where that came from. Just wanted it on I just wanted to lay that one down for you guys. Be mad if he did it like that as well. Yeah. It's very I'm, casual like and just I'm your dad. I'm your father. What's going on? Oh no, it's Gregory. Uh, <laughs> your riffs are all over the place today. They are. Uh yeah, so there's a big there's basically an Ood revolution. The, the 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 guy that gets fucking killed, the guy the guy that loves the free bar, he's like one of the first to die. And essentially the Ood rise up. They've all got their red eyes. The Doctor yeah. and Donna are in a, a spot of bother until, you know, say their words and their mates. And um, I think it's Sigma. I think it's Sigma that like raises their hands up. Because Sig- Sigma seems in charge. That's what's going on, right? Yeah, yeah. Sigma's in charge. Uh, Solana, who is the head of, head of marketing, she had like a... A sort of crossroads moment earlier where she could have gone with the doctor, mm. she could have gone with her, him and Donna, and and helped out and made a difference. Um, and she she chose not to, and she went back to 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 her people to to carry on doing her job. 
And then when the the Oodvolution proper kicked off, she then um, told some, some guards to shoot to kill the Ood. And then after that, hey Siri, play Karma Is My Boyfriend by Taylor Swift. <laughs> it's fucking... Oh wait, yeah. no, that's actually going off. Hey Siri, stop. That's actually going on. Yeah, I mean, fuck her, right? She deserves it, right? The, even the crossroads moment. Like, that's your moment to just be, like, 5% better than you've been. You've been awful. Yeah. You're, like, you're yeah. still irredeemable. You've actively been probably the most, like, prevalent at pushing. As the head of marketing, you have spread this like a fucking plague, right? This yeah. this, this horrible fucking business and everything else, right? That's so, really, this do... is really annoying me. This is really annoying me. The song is called Karma, not Karma is my boyfriend. That has been annoying me since I said it. <laughs> 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 it's been eating away at me. I'm like, people are going to call me fake. They're going to call me fake. I can't handle it. <laughs> he's not spoke. He's not a fake fan. You do not know how hard this man tried to get his ear as tickets, all right? You, you, wouldn't, you wouldn't call him fake if you knew, all right? That's all I'm saying. <laughs> The pain I went. We all we all we all slur our words from time to time, and we'll get to that in a minute in the episode. Um, but cut Nathan some credit. Uh, cut no, cut him some slack. Cut me some slack as well for being messy <laughs> as fuck this episode. My God, man. <laughs> yeah. Listen, it, like I say, it, it, if she went with the doctor and Donna, it's not enough to redeem her either way. But like the fact that she just doubled down on being fucking terrible and like transparently awful. Fuck her. Yeah. I don't know if she's been transparently awful. I feel like she's she was someone who the, I mean, like the doctor was right. She knows it's wrong. She knows like she, I don't think she necessarily agrees with it, but I feel like she was in a position where she's got a job, she's got her benefits, and that type of stuff. It pays her mortgage, that type yeah. of stuff. She is she really prepared to lose out on all that sort of stuff? I think for like ending a regime of two hundred years of slavery, I'd do it. Like, to would be, you to be that? Would com- you yes, know, yes, when it yes, actually comes down to it, would you give up everything you had? She has successfully engineered an incredible fucking feat in marketing, right? To push this as far and wide as it goes, she seems to be the sole person in charge of covering three galaxies. She can get a job somewhere else. You you don't need fucking to be on the side of, like, pushing slave trade. That's terrible. No, no, absolutely. Yeah, of course. I think... I'm just, I'm just, I'm just saying, I feel like she... Well, I don't even know how to say this. Or something like it. <laughs> say it and we'll, we'll decide whether Travis cuts it. <laughs> <laughs> and you'll just have no. to live with the fact that me and Travis know you're terrible. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, I just... I just um, it's complicated. I don't know. Nathan, gonna, follow me here. Gonna, follow me here whilst I dig away. for you. Now I'm going to cower away and back out and just move on. Okay. okay. Nathan, would you say that to be complacent is to be complicit? <laughs> sure. Excellent. We're both on the right track. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> let's just move on for your sake. I'm cancelled now. <laughs> I'm sure what you were going to say was well-intentioned. I, were you, were you going to try and like reframe it of like, you know, like if this is certain people's way of living, it's easier to say you'd be a good person in... If you were, you know, it's easy to judge the past. Are you saying? Yeah, yeah. It's easy to say you'll do it than to actually do it. That's that's kind yeah. of like what I'm coming at, really. Yeah. Thank you. You're, you're so welcome. <laughs> <laughs> we just we could. I'm sorry, but we couldn't leave it. Like that. <laughs> um. Yeah. No. I, I I do know what you're saying, but I think like we can't ever know that. And I just I'd li- no. I would like to assume that from like from knowing myself, I would like to argue that like 
a sense of ethical duty would kick in and yeah. I would recognize something. I mean, like, we know shit right now in present day life. It's not to get into anything that isn't Doctor Who because who the fuck asked for it? Um, yeah. But, like, we, we can see stuff now clear as day that is just fucking terrible in our modern Absolutely. context. And, like, we know what we're against in life now. Um, so I, I would think it would be the same in that scenario, especially because I'd, um, I'd have a vid phone and I could always ask you <laughs> what I should be up to. Great. Well, as long as you've got your vid phone. Exactly. And your welcome pack with 3D tickets, whatever the fuck those are. <laughs> I don't want... That sounds like something I'd never need. <laughs> yeah. 3D ticket. Sounds like more of an inconvenience than anything. Yeah. I need to... Hang on, I've got to be in, like, a room. I've got to set up my 3D ticket. Um, no, yeah, fucking awful. Some things just should be 2D. Like movies. Nah, make them all 3D, I see. Nah, you terrible, man. Um, I saw I saw Doctor Who in 3D. I saw the, the 50th anniversary in 3D. How was that? Good. Very good. Was it that just that one scene of the Time War that was basically the most 3D of it all? No, it was the whole episode. See, I can't stand that. I, can't, I find it distracting when, like, if I'm watching, like, Matt Smith and fucking, um, uh, what's her name? Clara? Who's Clara? Jenna Coleman. Yeah, if I'm watching Matt Smith and Jenna Coleman just, like, having a dialogue scene, but one of them's fucking got their head two inches from my face. I'm like, I don't, why? Fucking distracting. They don't. They <laughs> They don't though. It's it's not like they're stood in a way or like pointing things at you or anything like that. It's just it just adds more depth. I see. It. I think a good cinematographer can add more depth, and that's their job. Oh, you're so annoying. You're so, right, but it's you're it's a so, fact. It's a fact. Oh my god! Have a day off, Nathan. Man, just, have a day off. Just because you're Fucking masturbating little... over the volume. On these fucking... Lawrence Scorsese over here. <laughs> fucking hell. Have a day oh, off, Oh, no. Man. Who would... Such a crime to be compared to, like, an incredible director and just a nice guy in general. Great. Move on. <laughs> I'm so bored of you. you film nonsense, man. <laughs> oh, I love cinema. We get it. No, I, just, I fucking said a cinematographer's job is to add depth to a camera. That is their fucking job. Ah, only real cinematographers can add depth. You can't actually get that with a 3D camera. No, you get depth with a 3D camera, but it's like a fucking pop-up book. You know those stupid fucking books you open for children and they just kind of in- inflate forwards? Lawrence, it was a one-off anniversary special. It was a celebration of the show and for it, they decided to do something fun, which they don't usually do and here you are like actually real cinema isn't like this (laughs) a real a real cinematographer would do it without 3d thank you very much oh fine fuck you i watched the at home and it was good and i had probably a better time than watching it with 3d glasses on i really doubt you did because that is (laughs) the best experience i have ever had watching doctor who okay fine all right fine um anyway the anyway the uh the boss is slurring his words. There's a big uh, Ood revolution, um, and the Doctor... And an Oodvolution. Do- uh, oh, sorry, the Oodvolution. <laughs> um, is, that the name, is that the name of your podcast? No, it's Nathan and the Ood. Oh, <laughs> Does the Ood not have a name in this scenario? Are they just the Ood? No, they they have a name, yeah, but it's like a... That's, like, that's just our, our like brand name. Right? Oh, I see. And their name is Song as well, so you couldn't yeah. really say it. Like, it's, it's just a beautiful orchestral piece no it's jeff oh okay fine oh gosh right the sign the the, not the scientist the big boss is slurring his words nathan he's all over the shop he's not having a good time uh they've all gone down to see what he's been drinking oud cum yeah stop saying this (laughs) 
<laughs> but am I wrong? Yes. <laughs> yes, you I are. Think I'm, wrong. I'm not. Ood Sigma's been giving him Ood Cum. Oh, He's been microdosing him for like five years or whatever with Ood Cum. Do you know, for no reason at all, the other day I listened to like the first episode of this podcast and we were so intent on being like, this should be an all ages experience. We've brought that up for like the past five episodes now. Let's move on from that. <laughs> Fine. <I reckon. laughs> Fine. But the point still stands. Um, anyway, right. So yeah, he's been right. He's been drinking what he's been drinking. Right. You call it what you call Income. it. No, stop. <laughs> um, and Sigma's been a naughty boy, basically. Uh, he's been slipping. No, he hasn't. He's been doing the right thing. I would say. Yeah, as in, like, if you would class that as naughty, then fair enough, Lawrence. That's, <laughs> no, that's your no stop doing. But, uh, <laughs> me, me personally, I think he's actually. <laughs> Doing the right thing. There's only one. Back on there's his, only one host. On his this, slaver. There's only one Lawrence. host this episode that shat the bed about what something they've said, and it weren't me. All right. Mm. He's been. I. Ah, I wrote it down. He's been drinking oud graft. Oud cum. <laughs> oud graft doesn't sound any better, does it? No. The sigma it, grafting away to create that. <laughs> stop, stop. Come on, man. You come on, man. <laughs> Sigma, come on, man. No, stop. <laughs> this is enough. Horrendous. No, Sigma has been patient. The doctor says, like, the... Uh, the... <laughs> what? Cut this, Travis. He's been edging. Oh, come on. Don't cut that, Travis. Leave that in. Let everyone hear how terrible that is. Oh, God. Let everyone right. hear Lawrence and shame him for that. Like he sake. deserves to be shamed. No, he's he's been he's been patient. He's been um, he says like the the telepath telepathy field affects Ood in different ways. You know, some in anger, some in revenge and rage and the rabid and all that sort of stuff. But with Sigma, it, uh, it came out as patience, and he just sat back, bided his time, slowly turned Mister whatever his fucking face is into an Ood. And I tell you what, pretty grim transformation. Pretty like. I'll, I'll tell you where the budget went here. Do you see? Do you think I've got the exact opposite of a note? I, I you didn't think what? I think are you mental? I think this transformation is weak source. I have to say, uh, no. Don't hit uh, me with the fucking boob. No, button. you get it. You get it now. Absolutely. Where is it? Hold on, I've lost it. Maybe I'm not getting it. It's so long in its entirety. Yes, it's good. you deserve the entire thing, all right? Kidding, the way he peels back the skin of his head. Yeah. And it's got the ood head underneath, and then he's just got his skin hanging down. Yeah, but it's... it's you... It's the horrendous most... Horrendous take, you are. No, it's the Sorry, most... Blatant. Shut up! It's the most blatant cut. No, 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 no. Don't tell me to shut up when you're trying to speak over me, all right? Don't tell me that... Sorry, just because it's a TV show in 2007. Sorry, he doesn't look as good as fucking Transformers, all right? Or whatever shit you love. Why do I never watch the Transformers? Yeah, well... Uh, how... 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 how how? What? Why? I just think it's it's like a, I don't know. It, it, he's just kind of like itching at his head, and then he he like there's such a blatant shot where he like just he kind of just like you can't people can't see this at home, but for Nathan's sake, he just kind of bends down, goes further down until he's out of frame, and then the next thing he's just blatantly wearing a a bald cap, and his hands are covering his face, so we know it's not 
like attached to him properly. It's just a and then and then it's a close up of appeal. I don't know. It's just like makeup wise, it looks cool in close up, but like imagine if it was all in like a single frame and a single without all these cuts to hide the kind of imperfections. All right, all right. And you tell me how the fuck they would do that. How the fuck would they take a man looking as he normally does mm. and just peel off his skin and then become an ood in 2007 with a limited budget? How are they doing that? Right. The budget's not too Go if it's so easy. Go on. They did this be- they did this stuff with like the Slovene and that kind of stuff in season no! 1. Are you ki- are you fucking kidding me? The Slovene transformation looks horrendous. Yeah, but the skin suits of it all, like that looks fucking great. It's no, it doesn't because it's mostly CGI. No, this right, no, the but skin suits. Literally the went... only thing they do that's practical is the unzip. But it's cool. And like also oh, it's an unzip and then it's and then it's just a bunch of lights and then you have a big CGI green thing pulling its way out of a CGI skin. I and like I'm just saying, like, when you do, like, the, the open mouth thing, like, just from a blatant side angle, and then it's just the tentacles, like, it's, it's like fucking what the in-betweeners did when the character Simon was the, sick. The open mouth, the open mouth was initially shot from the front, and if you watched all of Confidential, you would have seen this. <laughs> all right. The open mouth was initially shot from the front, but then they realized that doesn't work, it doesn't look quite as good, so we'll do it from the side instead. And it was actually a different actor who did that. It wasn't actually an actor at all. It was the best boy. Oh, the best boy. Yeah, so there you go. I just still think that it would have... So they tried it your way, Lawrence, and it didn't work. All right. So they tried it another way, and it looked better. I think it might have looked better than I dread to think what the first one looked like, because it didn't look good. I I like the implication. I think it's all very, like haunting stuff but like the like the body horror of it all just didn't land for me because i'm just seeing like where 20 people have run around to hide things and it's it i don't know just didn't you are you have had some truly fucking batshit takes on this show but saying that the slovene transformation looks better than this i think it might go easily your worst uh, that is fucking insane. I think the Slovene transformation. Fathom that at all. I think the Slovene transformation is nothing. <laughs> Let me fucking talk. The Slovene transformation is not nothing, right? It is literally one of the most iconic transformations in Doctor Who, right? No, it it, it looks shit. It's an unzip of the forehead, and that's that's all you get in terms of practicality. The yeah, because they, very because, bad but they knew their limitations. They knew their limitations and they worked around them. And I think it's all the better for it. You get the flashing lights, you get the unzip. It's great. But I'm not trying to like, I'm not saying, I think it was done better. I'm not arguing how amazing it is, right? It's absolutely fine. I just think it's good. But then this just looks like, I don't know, there's, there's just not much to this, the transformation in itself. Like I said, I like the implication. I just don't think it like, practically, I can just plain as day see where the fucking... Like he dipped his head out of frame, came back up, but his face was covered, and then it was just like a a flappy kind of peel, and it was that that was it. It was done. It was I don't know, boring. I think you're being way too harsh on it. Uh, way too harsh. I think the way the skin peeled back and the hood, the huge head was revealed. It's I, horrific, and it's something that stuck with me since I watched it as a kid. I think it genuinely is absolutely great and batshit insane to me your take you you the fact that you think a zip looks better than that is the right stop landing on it i'm just i'm not holding this up i'm just saying this doesn't look good this does look good 
It does look good. You're wrong. I think you're wrong. But that well, is... I think you're wrong. Well, then I think you're wrong. <laughs> well, you can, but you're wrong for thinking that. <laughs> Fine. Uh, what <laughs> happens next? Uh, he becomes a big ode. He's a big ode man in a nice suit. He looks sharp, I will say. Uh, yes, yes, he does. Uh, first of all, though, before just before that, when he throws the friend of Vayud into the brain, I always had a memory of the brain doing a burp after it like swallowed him. <laughs> okay. But I think I'm conflating that with something else. That's the Sarlacc pit, right? Is that the Sarlacc pit? Yeah, the Sarlacc pit eats Boba Fett and then goes, burp. Yes, it does. Yes, it does do it. Yes, you're right. Yeah. You're right. So maybe that's what I was thinking of. I think, I think, um, I think it probably is. It's a similar kind of thing, isn't it? It's so, yeah. Some ground thing swallows a man. <laughs> so. Yeah. Horrendous. Indeed. So, so yes, he becomes a nude. That's pretty much the end of the episode, to be honest. The I, day is saved. The Uda free. It, Off they pop. I, I like that the, the Sigma is just straight away like, we'll look after him. It's not like a, this, this wasn't a punishment. It was like, learn our way of life and fucking repent for yeah. the horrible shit you did to us. No, you're going to be one of us. Admittedly, one of the more smartly dressed one of us. But <laughs> no, 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 just... <laughs> Sigma's just waiting until the doctor leaves. He's like, I'm going to take that suit for myself, actually. I think I've earned <laughs> that one for, for the guys. <laughs> no, he, do- he doesn't. We'll see you Sigma again. He's always showing up in his little outfit. He does, because this is the kind of the first... I don't think he, he doesn't give the prophecy here, but he Im- implies that... He never gives the prophecy. Oh, who gives the prophecy? The uh, The old woman on the bus. Oh, that's right, yeah. Um, yeah. But I like that Sigma, like, it's straight, it, it's it's signalling the end. It's signalling that the, the song is ending and all song. And Tenant is so, or Ten, is so kind of, like, put off by this. He's in a, he's in great spirits. And then he's just like... Can I just say, the, the mixing for this bit was quite bad, I feel like. Because mm. we had... The gr- the great song in the background, the like the oud song. Oh yeah, I know, the, um, I know what you're saying. <laughs> a, a beautiful, beautiful piece of music composed by Murray Gold. Beautiful um, vocals with some choir, I would imagine, um, and a really good song. Comes back later in the series in a great way as well. But just a, a really beautiful piece of music, and then it's like oud sigma. Your song is ending, and then it's, and then the song just cuts off, and the Doctor's like, what, what, what does that mean? What does that mean? Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> and then it's like ah don't worry about it sorry for another time take the song with you and then it just comes back in just yeah. straight away and it was like oh okay <laughs> it was a little bit like this is a beautiful thing that's like significant to the episode but then like yeah. the 10th doctor has to have his big moment where he hears yeah, this he's gotta be vain he's like what die no absolutely not not having that not in a million years he get, he's so he's so forthright in not dying he's like <laughs> don't be playing sad music for me Murray Gold turn it <laughs> fucking back to the Ood okay yeah yeah it was a little abrupt i did notice that um it was but it's still a nice piece of music nonetheless and i like i i do just like that whole ending sequence again you know touched upon this a tiny bit last week but just uh again some of david tennant's final lines in this series are are, are, are alluded to here they're set in stone and um Hmm. which makes them all the more heartbreaking again yeah um but there's there's some great stuff being done by some great characters and sad it is sad and it, the foreshadowing is kind of the fact that you kind of mm. uh, we won't spoil it in case people are watching along mm. but like where it goes is yeah is very kind of upsetting um but the i i, I think donna's had a great fucking run so far like mm. like two two separate trips in the tardis now she's made a very big difference to like Firstly, a more intimate difference, but more so to like the Doctor and what his kind of worldview should be. Um, yeah. And then in the second time, 
saving an entire ending a fucking like era of slavery a 200 year fucking empire of terrible behavior and and slave trade and she just puts an end to it um which i love and i I love that the Mm you'd kind of regard them as well i I do think it's quite cute the the dr donna thing um no matter where they go however long they go on for the Ood will be singing songs of the dr donna and thanking them for what they did and that's just nice i think it's nice until it fucking just ethers you in the line like the final kind of bit of the season yeah but we're not there yet lawrence no. um where we are is the way we then get a next time trailer and i immediately screamed for my queen is returning <laughs> but that's the story for next week oh we for gotta now, wait <laughs> for now i will say weirdo of the way This is everybody's favorite segment of the show. It's Weirdo of the Week. It's the chance that we get to look back on some of our weird and wonderful and grubby little characters who come across our screens each and every week and get a chance to celebrate and notify them uh, as we go on this adventure through time and space. So, Lawrence, who is your weirdo for this week? Uh, so we alluded to it a little bit earlier, but the my weirdo is, of course, the Claw Grabber Man. A strong contender for mine as well. Yeah. Because what is this man cooking? He is. <laughs> He's on some fucking insane shit. Right. And honestly, <laughs> I've got more to say about him than I have done most weirdos. Um, oh, all right. Well, I'll sit back and let you let you go. I think he is a fucking insane man that is like you. Everyone knows a guy like this. Right. That is like they're like preppers. But like in a looser sense, they're more like addicted to just fucking video games or like arcade games and they're just weirdos and i think that he's one of them people that like do do you get the vibe from him that he gets he's one of these people that loves like driving car games to the point but like driving the car with a controller isn't enough he's one of them people that has to buy like the car seat and the steering wheel and install it on his fucking he's got the, dual he's got the full rig yeah yeah he's got the full rig he's got the monitors all around his his little setup and everything yeah I think yeah. so. And I think, like, the last thing that I'll say about him is he... Uh, and this is... <laughs> maybe we'll cut this. Um, he gives off the vibe of a gun-owning Republican who's really excited someone broke into his house because he finally has a reasonable legal excuse to kill someone. Yeah, that makes sense to me. Yeah. yeah. I think it yeah. checks out. He's been waiting for this day, and he's like... He tells the soldiers. He's like, you guys hang back. And I'm like, no, this is their job, and yours is moving crates. Yeah. Stop it. <laughs> This is not. I don't think his job is moving crates. All right, he's, but it's not this, not is the, it? Well, he's head of security. <laughs> yeah, but it's, this he's is... not. He's not just a forklift guy. He, he, like he did that as a way to get the dog. He moved the guy who operates the forklift off there so he could do it. I think if you're the head of security, but you have like twenty armed soldiers, and you're just a yeah. guy in a fucking high vis, you're redundant. Just move he's up. not a guy in a high vis. <laughs> he's a fucking guy in a high vis. He's he's head of security. <laughs> if he's walking, oh, he's right. He's reg. He's he's not in a high vis at all. First of all, and no, but that vibe. To just that, operate, vibe his it. job isn't to just operate the crane. You understand that, right? Yes, you understand that's not his day to day job. Yes, I do understand that that is not his day to day job. But this also isn't his day to day job. And being the head of security, if you have armed guards, you're not the head of security, are you? 
Like, <laughs> why not? Because he's fucking. He's there. Should be the head of security. The fucking people with the guns. He's got the gun. Uh, did you not see him shoot all the youths? All right, yeah, he's got right, but he's not a big soldier, is he? The rest of them are big soldiers. He's a pretty big soldier. <laughs> he's got a scar on his face. Well, then fucking use your gun. Then use the fucking thing you've been trained for, rather than this claw grabber thing. Yeah, this is is weird for that. I'll give you that. Yeah. <laughs> right. Who's who's your weirdo? I'm genuinely curious because if it wasn't this man, I'm very surprised. It's you for thinking that Ood's transformation looks bad. Okay, stop it. Who is it? No. Um, when the Doctor and Donna go into the shipping grades and they see the Oods uh, packed in there like sardines, all the Oods are, are quite uniform, all right? They're all just like staring straight forwards, doing the same thing, except for one okay. of them. All right, yeah. There's one Ood right in, in the corner and he's so noticeable. Um, <laughs> but like when they walk in, all of the Oods are looking forward, but then I guess one of the extras in the mask just decided to to do some, uh, invent their own backstory yeah. or something. Because as soon as Dr. and Donald walk in, he, the youth is just like looking all over the place, like, what is going on? What is happening? People are here. And, uh, and all this sort of stuff. And it's, um, it's just bad extra acting, which is one of my favorite things. I enjoy it quite a lot. Um, I, I do love that they always seeming to think, they're, they're always kind of seemingly thinking that this is going to be like their breakout. In a role this where they're their moment, yeah, yeah, where they're completely in a, moment, in a role up. where their face is, yeah, completely covered <laughs> by an alien mask and all that type of stuff. Fun little fact on the the Ood masks: uh, only one of them is mechanical. So, like, oh, really? Whenever there's a yeah, whenever there's a close up shot of an Ood and like the eyes are moving and that type of stuff, that'll be the same mask. Otherwise, they'll all just like wear a standard one. That does make sense, to be fair, because like, mm. it's not they haven't got a whole mm. lot to go around. But yeah, that makes a lot of sense. I'm quite surprised, yeah. though, because they all feel... They, there's never a disconnect. Whenever you see them in a group, they all feel very humanoid in the sense that, like, they, they convey enough emotion, but maybe they all look down. <laughs> and I'm just like, oh, they're sad. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. Maybe. Oh, I, I can't say I noticed it, but good weirdo. I like that. I, I, love, an, I love an extra that just overcommits and therefore makes something a bit worse <laughs> in the process. Thank you. You also have a good weirdo, although I don't think you fully understand that character. Um, but there we go. <laughs> <laughs> I understand what I saw, and what I saw was a man being fucking insane. Lawrence, no one cares because now I have to read out some tweets we received. Or reread them because I was just reading them while you was talking. You were perusing, were about you? About your reader, yes. So, uh, yes, what I do every week is I'll tweet out uh, for some thoughts and reactions on the show. This one was a little late. I apologize about that. I only did it a few hours before we started recording because I forgot, if I'm being honest. <laughs> Um, but you don't always have to wait. You can tweet in anytime at Still Got Legs Pod, or you can also email us at Still Got Legs Podcast at gmail.com. Uh, okay, so this one is from uh, Diane Evans, who says, Shit, am I too late? No. Uh, <laughs> I really hope both of yours weirdo of the week is Commander Kess. That man is too happy with a big claw chasing 10. And then he's got a gif uh, from Toy Story of the little, the little green men going... The Claw. <laughs> yeah, I like that. Jeez. A lot of fun. So he's your weirdo. So there we go. And he was considered for mine. So yeah, so Dion Evans, I'm afraid he's already been someone's weirdo, so you have to re-choose. 
um, and we want your other choice. We don't like to double up on weirdos here, so if you could make no, another no, no. selection. First of all, that's not true. We have. We have. <laughs> yeah. And uh, he says he hopes that both of our weirdos was him. He's not saying that's his weirdo. Oh, I see. Okay. No. My mistake. So, yeah. I apologize. As always, you. you're wrong, Lawrence. <laughs> well, you've let that's him down because nice. he wasn't your weirdo choice this week. Shut the fuck up. No one cares. Uh, three episodes in. Oh, sorry. This is from Garen uh, at Garenzilla. Another banger. Uh, three episodes into series four, and they've all been certified bangers. Hard agree. Lawrence does not. <laughs> it may be the lesser of the two Ood appearances up till now, but only here will you find Ood Sigma dish out the most grotesque Twilight Zone style body horror twist this side of the watershed. They agree. So, so um, batshit take on your end once again. Uh, then I have an ad from World Gold Council. Thank you, Elon. Um, then uh, from Kate at Starkate Mall uh, says, uh, oh, here we go. I said this. Assuming the credency currency from Voyage of the Damned is the same here, the 50 credits price for an Ood is the same as a quid today. Bargain. It is. There you go. <laughs> uh, also, so, this is in brackets. Also, so glad Nathan brought up the Voyage of the Damned currency fuckery, uh, fucky-wucky. It's bothered me for years as a fellow nitpicker. Same. Like that is something that's been eaten away at me for a long time. I'm, so. I'm glad we finally honest, gave you the this, platform to express it. Yeah, I was just going to say this podcast was mostly started so I can air <laughs> out all these nitpicks and grievances that I have. So, so uh, uh, and this one is from, and I'm going to get this right this time. This is from <laughs> Magnanimous Acorn Holder. Is that right? Magnanimous, yeah, Magnanimous Acorn Holder uh, at Soupy Super Brain, who says. As a young lad, going back to watch all the old episodes after Series 5, eager for more Doctor Who, the business dude slowly and painfully transforming into an Ood was the scariest shit I'd ever seen. It was the opposite of Doctor Who magic. Long-lasting Doctor Who trauma. And Lawrence, the people are speaking. <laughs> the people are clearly saying already that your take is insane and batshit. I'll be honest, I'm not happy with how this has turned out i didn't well, need two people to specifically tweet us about this one fucking point in the episode maybe i'm wrong i are, don't think i am wrong. i can only i can only speak from personal opinion this definitely didn't leave me with any trauma none of that it was fine it, it do you know what it was absolutely fine nothing special to me it doesn't surprise me that it didn't leave you with any trauma because we already know that you already had like a weird sheltered childhood where like you didn't enjoy any like fun family or children's movies or anything like that. So who knows what was going on with you? But everyone is right, and uh, so is Magnanimous Acorn Holder. So there we go. Lovely. Okay, what's next? There we go. <laughs> Very good. Uh, and then our final tweet is from one Greg. Cactus oh, face. okay. He made it. He made it in time. <laughs> Greg says the sphere the Oods hold in their hands is a replacement for part of the alien's brain. It is essentially a colored white. Baseball star Ray Chapman also had his brain essentially removed oh, when he was killed by a baseball to the head in 1920. Fuck, is that true? Jesus Christ. Oh, look that up. Is that true? What's his name? Uh, Ray Chapman. We'll look that up right now. That is fucking... I love. Do you know what? Ray. What is becoming my favorite part of a Greg Cactus Face tweet is how he seemingly leads you down one path and then just completely <laughs> fucking steers yes. into the wild. 
I thought that was going to be like, oh, you know, it was white, just like a baseball. Just catching a, like a ball in a glove. Yeah. Catching a fucking rope yeah. ball or something. Uh, Raymond Johnson Chapman, born um, January 15th, 1891, died August 17th, 1920. He was an American baseball player. He spent his entire career as a shortstop for the Cleveland Indians. Ooh. Death. On August 16th, 1920, Chapman was struck in the head and killed by a pitch thrown by Carl Mays during the game against the New York Yankees at the Polo. Fucking hell. Jesus fucking wow. Christ. Imagine being That's that guy one. that pitched that ball. <laughs> Straight up, he just killed a bloke. So did we get a squal- did we get a squalified for this? How's, how's this work? <laughs> <laughs> that is mad. Oh, thank you, Greg. That is <laughs> genuinely uh, one of the most interesting things I've heard doing this podcast. How, how, so. how the fuck is it that we like... It, this started. This joke started with Greg Cactusface making a reference to baseball that we didn't understand. And now he's got us like... We're so on the edge of our seats that we're like, we have to find out if this is true. We have to find out the validity of this, of this statement. That is genuinely insane. Uh, thank you for that, Greg. Uh, moving on to the emails. This is from Alex Barnacle, uh, who says... I like this episode, but I always found it weird that the Doctor and Donna were heroes to the Ood when really they didn't do fuck all. That friend of the Ood man probably could have broken the circle, or if they waited longer, the evil dude would have been turned into an Ood uh, and broken it that way. All they really did was get arrested, get a load of Ood shot, and then flip one switch. Anyway, love the pod, guys. Keep going on with your base takes, except hating Adam. Brackets, he is the best Doctor Who character incorrect that um right hang on no no no. before we address anything else that's fucking insane you want to talk about batshit takes liking adam is fucking unbelievable uh, you really pissed me off with your take earlier so you're still up there for me <laughs> no, in my no fuck books. off fuck off remember <laughs> no. that the, the emotional strife that we went through having to talk about adam as an essential part of three episodes he was only in two i haven't seen adam for quite a while so You've, you're removed from it yeah i'm removed from it whereas your misstep was more recent so so for now you're your public enemy number one in terms of still got legs he's pausing because he's coughing he does not have a cough button like me i've still got a tickle in my throat what the fuck <laughs> oh no hang on i'll recover i'm sure you will <laughs> oh right okay okay i'm back like i never left macklemore um <laughs> Right, I, I, I do see what you're saying, but I don't think it's that fucking insane. I think liking Adam is far more insane. Um, let's. I, I want to address the other stuff, though. The, the, the Ood are just nice guys. They're just nice people. So they were probably like, yeah. these guys helped. Let's give them some credit. Yeah, yeah. They did write a whole song and like said, you're the saviors of our entire civilization. It might, it, yeah, but it might be a little bit of like, they're, they're like, thanks, guys. You really helped us out, and then they leave. Like, so yeah. we're never going to play that song again, are we? Like, that was fucking, yeah, I just whipped that up in five minutes. I, I kind of think, like, I kind of have, like, the opposite opinion. Like, like, what did the friend of the youth guy do? Man had been there for ten years. Yeah. And he, his whole plan was, I'll, I'll infiltrate this company, I'll wait ten years, and then I'll go into the brain thing. And I think he said flip a switch I, or whatever. I do think he said he made a point of being, like, because he said, I need to see what's in warehouse 15 and he was like no yeah i think he might i think i think it's implied he was trying to get in there for some time and it seemed very easy for him to get in in this episode though like it did yeah and also just take a risk there was a bit of an emergency going on but like 
there really wasn't much of a struggle for him to get in there. Yeah, felt like he like he, nine years ago he could have just twisted this guy's arm a bit sooner. Yeah, and pretty, he would have been in a better mood because he would have had more hair as well. So. He probably did. He probably did a lot worse work in there than anything. Yeah, like, you know, in terms of like weighing the scales on bad things he's done versus good things as for friend of the youth. He's probably done a lot worse by being part of the corporation. Yeah, because he would have had to have like you know hit quotas and met agendas and everything else. Exactly, he'd have had to do his job for ten years. Yeah. So, yeah. Well, he got he know. got swallowed, didn't he? He got he got his comeuppance. He got his his, his <laughs> wrongdoing atoned for. Would you be a member of Friends of the Ood? Um, that's hard to say because I'm not. I'm currently not an active member of any like freedom fighting party and this terrible stuff on Earth. You don't have your Just Stop Oil membership. I no, I don't. <laughs> oh, well, okay. So it's a lot about you, I guess. To you? Anyway, uh, we'll move on, Lawrence. That's so. what I thought, yeah. <laughs> I've got mine. No, but I follow them on Twitter. So that's oh, good and, and there we go, uh, yeah. <laughs> I'd be a member of Friends of the Youth, I think. I, I would like to think that I would be, but like, I don't, I'm yeah. not sure what skills I could hone to help. I'd be a friend of the Youth. Me and Jeff, we've got a podcast. I mean, that's true, yeah. You are literally a friend of the Youth, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's my interpretation of friends of the youth <laughs> just like hang out and we're like hey <laughs> we're just gonna get a drink you know my, <laughs> my, the my relationship with friends of the Ood is just like nathan knows an Ood, and i know nathan <laughs> yeah. that tracks that's somehow worse what is it that jay say some of my friends have black friends <laughs> in modern family that's essentially what you just my said friends there. have black friends. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not racist. My friends have black friends. That's that's essentially what you just said there. It's true, yeah. <laughs> Fuck's sake. Great. Yeah, if you want to write in, please do so. Again, you can do it uh, at Still Got Legs Pod on Twitter or uh, Still Got Legs Podcast at gmail.com. That's it from me. I'm going to lean back while Lawrence boots this bitch home, and we'll see you next week. Okay, we'll lean back forward this way, Nathan, because do we have any reviews? Oh, for fuck's sake. Okay. <laughs> Um, these intros need to be short. These outros need to be shorter, man. They're getting so long. Okay, <laughs> we've got too many segments now. <laughs> well, shorten down the uh, your outro a bit. Um, here is a review. It's from Lawrence Heisey. It says, "Wow, what a fantastic show! This show is jepic. The host dynamic is so palpable and engaging. It almost feels like I know them. Good stuff. Well, thank you, Lawrence Heisey, whoever you are. Indeed. You have an awful name. Um, <laughs> anyway, Lawrence, carry on. Um, yeah. Do I do this outro bit? I thought this is normally you. Are you kidding me? I'm not. Is this me? Are you, this is always, literally always been you. Oh, shit. Okay. Well, in that case, um, you can give us a little review um like i'm way unprepared now i'm i think i'm what do you mean what do you mean you've done it for the past 45 episodes i guess i have okay right stick with me if you've enjoyed this new episode of this show come out every single monday you can give us a little follow we are on twitter at still got legs pod we are also uh if you mosey on over we're also on now i remember i say mosey on over uh we can go you can go to tiktok you can give us a little follow on tiktok we're getting some traction over there some good stuff it's not always consistent but you'll get videos you normally get about three from whatever the last episode we posted was so go over there watch them um and then go that was so funny like them huh like them and comment on them Mm. engage with them definitely engage and say to yourself after you've watched them that was so funny i'd love to go and listen uh to that again 
um, and go over and listen to us. We are on all podcast platforms, uh, or at least most of them. The popular ones, we're there. Um, give us a little follow. All we're, and, on all uh, we're on all of them. We're on all of them. Huh? We're on all of them. We're on all of them. Uh, and also, while you're on Twitter, uh, you you might happen to see a little post reminder that will let you know when new episodes go live. Uh, give us a little review. That'd be much appreciated. I think you can leave a an actual text gonna, review on Apple Podcasts. What, uh, what I'm going to do is I'm going to write you an outro because this is... I'm fucking getting through it. You're not. You're, you're, you're doing like 10 monologues at once. All right? it's, it, it's a hefty job. There's a lot to say. Needs to be. I need to write this outro. Yeah. This isn't working. Nate, yeah. I just want it on record that Nathan wanted to cut me off before I thanked our lovely editor, um, Travis. So go and give him a you follow. You didn't mention anything about the editor. I did. He was talking about reviews. That's because you cut me off uh, and I was going to get to Travis and I was going to get to where you can follow him, which is probably on Twitter at, bear with me. Making a big show and dance about how you know this and how every, and how good you are. And yet, you still don't have it. My my internet is my internet's fault. Oh, is it? Is it? Yes, it it is. And there's people there's people fucking messaging me because I turned back on my Wi-Fi and now I can't get to the search bar because people keep fucking sending me stuff. Uh, Yeah, so it's at that Travis Bow on Twitter. Well done, Lawrence. Um, His link tree is also in the description below, uh, so you can find his work there. His other podcasts that he does. Um, and um, uh, I believe he uh, narrated an audiobook as well, which is pretty fucking sick. Oh, fuck. Um, okay, yeah. So, yeah, you can go check that out. I think that's available on Audible. Uh, again, link will be in the description below, so check those out. Indeed, do so. Uh, and we are all looking forward to talking about uh, some big potato boys next week, but we will have to see you then. So stay tuned. Thanks for listening. See and you Bye. Bye. <laughs> Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear, and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus... Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.